Hey guys, and welcome to the Social Saint podcast. My name's Rianne. If you want to find out more about me and the podcast in general, listen to the intro episode because today we're going to get straight into today's episode with my cousin Devonte. <laughs> Hey guys, and welcome to the Social Saint podcast. Um, I am so, 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 so excited to be here. Um, I have a very, very special guest with me today. I have my cousin Devonte, who's someone that like I just I adore highly, um, whose opinion I really respect. And so I thought there's no better person to have on as my first guest. Um, yeah, so Devonte is going to be here and he's we're going to be discussing a couple of topics with you guys. So yeah, Devonte, introduce yourself, man. Yeah, so as you said, um, my name's Devonte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Rianne's cousin. Um, love her to bits, obviously. <laughs> um, pretty much growing up together. Yeah, 100%. They always say your cousins are your, are your first friends. So. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, excited to be here. Thank you for having me as like your, your first guest. <laughs> um, and you know, you've, you've been speaking about this. We've been having conversations about this for yeah quite a few quite a few months now yeah and actually to see it in action um really exciting but um yeah so so yeah just quick little intro like what do you do like what's what's like your like interests or yeah so like? uh 24 years old mm-hmm. um currently working in the banking industry at the moment mm-hmm. um as a senior personal banker mm-hmm. um so that's going quite well i went to uni graduated from university um, aside from sort of my nine to five, mm-hmm. uh, I do karate as well. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I currently um, a part of the England uh, national team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I compete mm-hmm. um, in my category as minus 84. I've been doing karate pretty much for as long as I can remember. Um, like Rianne and pretty much every, all of my cousins, you know, we've kind of been... <laughs> Was all the word be like forced into this karate thing? Yeah, whether we like it, really growing up, we liked it or not. You know, we, we went for it, but no, honestly, like I, I love my karate. I think um, something different. Yeah, um, I suppose it's just something that we're all quite passionate about. Um, but on the topic of things that people are quite passionate about, today's discussion is on music, um, in specific Kanye West's new album, which I think is quite is a. I've specifically chosen this topic for me and you to discuss because um, I, um, like I mentioned before and in the intro, I'm a born again Christian, um, Devonte is not. So I'm quite interested to hear both of our perspectives um, on this album. So um, if I, I don't know if anyone listening to this is her, but Kanye West has um, released a new album, Jesus is King, and the album is um essentially his expression of his salvation um he got saved i think from what i've read and like seen in an interview um about a couple of years ago or like within the last you know year or so and um he's decided to completely live his life for god he's created this album which is like essentially a project um a completion of different songs different themes different topics um about his walk about god just in general um, and I thought it was really interesting to get Devontae's opinion on it because he is a music connoisseur. He listens to a lot of different types <laughs> of music. Um, there's no limit. Yeah, there's, there's no, no limit. limit. There's nothing. We, me and him and myself, we do listen to a broad spectrum of music. And um, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about this topic from two different perspectives. 
So generally as a music project, Devontae, what did you think of Kanye's new album? Um, so as a project as a whole, mm-hmm. um, obviously, I think I was surprised. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction was I was quite shocked mm. um, in regards to how I know Kanye West and how Kanye West has been that sort of hip hop yeah. sort of character mm-hmm. um, in the past with his whole like, I don't know, like his graduation, yeah. everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a completely different sort of Kanye. Yeah. Um, I mean there's a lot of lovely tracks on the album mm. um but for me personally mm. what i would have expected from kanye west yeah it didn't meet my expectations yeah purely because i have kanye west as down as a guy like mm. for example if you look at his Jesus Jesus album yeah. like that mm. was like kind of dark it was yeah. you know he had like mm. the beats on it were crazy yeah and it wasn't his i wouldn't say that's his best project mm-hmm. but the contrast between let's say um Jesus mm-hmm. to oh, I can't remember what it's called now, sorry. Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Yeah. Uh, completely completely, completely different. Completely different. Yeah. And I think that goes to show mm-hmm. the change that he's had in his life. Now yeah. I didn't know that he was a born again Christian until you just said it now. Yeah. So th- that does kind of put things into into perspective for me yeah. a bit more. Um but you know But I don't interestingly enough, I think it's good that you listen to it not knowing that. Because I think mm. a lot of Christians, for example, have listened to it knowing that as a right. fact and almost you're looking for things. Right. Do you know what I mean? And we'll right. go into that in a second. But it's interesting that you didn't know that and that you've just listened to it with a perspective of Kanye that you've always had mm-hmm. and uh, um, how you had a level of expectation. He's a big artist. He's not no small little chicken change artist. He's a big artist. So I think it's a lot of people had... He? Yeah, he's a massive influencer. He's changed um, hip-hop to... Uh, a degree as well so i think as a producer he's one of you know you could say one of the most talented producers in hip-hop um and so it's interesting that listening to that you did have a level of expectation and it didn't meet that and it's not a bad thing do you know i mean sometimes i see expectations not as levels Mm. but more as lenses do you get what i mean you see things through different lenses and if you have a lens of how you're expecting something to look and it doesn't look that way but you look for it through a different lens Mm -hmm. it can change the way you see something right and i think that's how i've started to see expectations now do you know i mean when it comes to anything in life do you know i mean you stop thinking of it as a level of an expectation of this is going to happen at this time Mm -hmm. what's going to look like this and this and this but actually i'm going to look at it from a different lens i'm not looking at it my life as in a lens of a 10 year old but as a 20 four-year-old now do you get yeah, what i mean so yeah. the way i expect things to look should look different it can't be the same can't otherwise something's gone wrong there do you know what nah, i mean I so i think that's exactly it um but it's interesting so as a music project like the production of it all what did you kind of think like like i appreciate music as you yeah, know i appreciate yeah. all kinds of music yeah. and i know sort of nice music mm-hmm. when i hear it yeah um and you know it it, it sounds lovely like mm-hmm. it i would say it's very spiritual mm-hmm. it's very um i don't know it, it really i think kind of done really well on capturing like how he is at this present moment in time mm. and it's funny because leading up to the release of the project mm-hmm. i don't know if you've seen on like instagram or twitter you'd see like videos of him yeah. with like a choir and yeah. he's like he's going crazy on the piano like he's mm. nodding his head like he's in his zone and like mm-hmm. i didn't get it mm-hmm. But now this album's come out mm. and like there's sort of speculation around it. Everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. I understand it a bit more now. Yeah. Um, but no, honestly, I, I I think it is nice, mm-hmm. but it's just not the Kanye yeah. that I expected. It's yeah. not the Kanye that I know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, even if we're looking at um, 
what was his album before that? Um, um, the biggest one was probably Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo, Pablo, for yeah. example. Yeah. Like I thought that was a masterpiece. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. I, I, I thought loved, I thought it was I amazing. <laughs> but if you listen to some of the tracks on it, yeah, it is kind of edging mm-hmm. in that direction. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, yeah. Like he's got a, a song with um, is it Chris Brown Waves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just an example of a yeah, song that I thought yeah. it's really chill. It's yeah. got like a like as the name yeah. suggests, it's like you sort of like wave along with yeah, it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's kind of a journey in that in that respect. And mm. I don't know, man. I think Kanye done well, mm-hmm. but as I said, it's just not the Kanye that I know and expected. Yeah, I think for me, my opinion on it now is a first question, and this is an interesting question. Um, is people have before even hearing the album, have questioned Kanye's Christianity and his mm-hmm. salvation, which um, is a question I get because, especially with the comments that Kanye's made, his I think it's weird as a Christian if you are shunning other Christians for even thinking to question that because mm-hmm. of who he is. Like, let's be honest, we've all seen Kanye. He's lived his life very, very publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see his life, we see his wife's life, we see his children's life. Um, and you know, you see the comments, like even, I think it was even maybe last year, he made the comment that slavery was a choice. That's a mad, that's a mad comment. Do you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's a crazy thing, especially because of the part that Christianity did play in slavery. I don't know if he was a Christian then, so I won't hold that against him or whatever. What, when he made that comment? Yeah, when he made that comment. And I don't know where that came from. And I don't know, you know, even myself to the extent what Christianity has to do with that. But I mean, it's just the fact of saying outlandish things. We've seen him in action. We've seen him say crazy things. And was it George Bush doesn't care about black people? Yeah. Iconic. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we've seen him support Trump. You know, we've seen him do mad stuff. And not even like long ago, we're talking recently. Do you know what I mean? In the last two years. So the question is Kanye, even a Christian, um, I understand where there's skepticism towards his faith. However, it's interesting that it's Christians being skeptics because if any Christian knows themselves, yeah, <laughs> I know myself and I've not lived in a public eye, but I've said comments exactly like, I still say comments like, not to maybe the extent of what Kanye said, but you know, just outlandish stuff. I've lived an outlandish life. I've lived, I've done crazy thing. And any Christian knows that if you really know God, then you know that there's no one that is preserved from like the salvation of God. Do you get what I mean? There's no right. one that's too far for him to reach. Yeah. Um, so that being said, in fact, it makes perfect sense for him to save Kanye. And it makes perfect sense for Kanye to want to get saved. It's like Kanye's life has almost led to this point mm. from the music he was making. When he first, he made music because he loved music. You can hear in his early stuff, like he ma- he loved music. Do you know what I mean? He, that's why he was in his basement making music. Then it turned into a thing where it was a whole like music versus fame kind of thing that I felt that was clashing and colliding. And then he lost his mum. Since Kanye lost his mum, it's actually when everything kind of went a- escalated, like times a billion. Do you know what I mean? Things kind of went mad. He started making mad decisions. He started doing kind of crazy he stuff. He seemed almost ir- irrational. Irrational. Mm. Um, un. Like, and the word that I would actually use is inconsolable. Mm. And, you know, people use that when someone's crying or just like, but it almost looked as if there was nothing that can console Kanye over the loss of his mother, which obviously no one, if you've lost your mom, then I, I mean, you can maybe relate to that, but I haven't had that experience. I can, can only imagine how heartbreaking it is to lose your mom. But it's mad because it's almost as if like his life was like from that point. The, and if you listen to some of, um, Kanye's um, songs he met the amount that Kanye mentions God and Jesus is ridiculous like before he got saved his like 
even before his mum died, all his music, there's been mentions of Christianity, of God, ask questioning God's real, praising God at points. Um, he's put in songs like, but we give glory to God, like in random points, like I was listening to Life of Pablo and I can't remember what song it is. Actually, no, it's at the end of Bound 2, I think it is, which is on Jesus, in fact. He says something about God. I think he's in that song. I can't exactly remember. Mm. But it's just as if like his life has kind of been leading to this point of like, I don't know where else to turn. I've turned to money. I've turned to fame. I've turned to music. I've turned to everything. But now I'm going to try God. And, Do you know what I mean? And sorry to cut you. You know, you know what? Yeah, I was thinking... As a influencer, I, I have I have kind of done as an influencer yeah, because of yeah. the impact that he has yeah. on society, right? Yeah. He's decided to bring this project out, mm-hmm. which um, it's almost like it's a personal journey for him. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. I feel like once you know you get to a certain level in your in your career, whether it be with music mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you're doing, mm-hmm. you have the freedom to express yourself in whatever way you you feel necessary at that particular time. Yeah. So. I feel like Kanye has not made this album or maybe he has made this album to have mm-hmm. an impact on other people's lives. Yeah. But it kind of makes me think maybe, you know, you have to be accepting of this different Kanye now. Yeah. Because he's in a different, he's in a different, like so he's a different space, space at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is his chance to express mm-hmm. how he is feeling at, at this present moment in time. Mm. And then I think that's quite unfair mm-hmm. for uh, fellow Christians to mm. maybe look down on him mm-hmm. for making music like this yeah. because of the the the, the previous Kanye that, yeah. that we had out there. And I think it's funny because also um, there's been a mix. So I won't put all Christians down because um, there has been a lot of people that have been dying for Kanye to get saved that have been praying because you don't someone doesn't just randomly you know God's involved and it's this whole spiritual thing. And I think there's a lot of people that have been dying to see Kanye get saved because of the influence he has. Right. Imagine if someone as big as Kanye who has a voice that can reach so many like Kanye gets saved. For Christians, right. it's like, oh my gosh. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. thank goodness we finally yeah. got someone that has a massive influence on the world that can actually say something that we believe in, yeah. that can get out to millions of people way quicker than I can get it out to. Do mm-hmm, you get what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that we're even in South London in like a garden office discussing Kanye's album, like it's ridiculous. It's, it's gone into different spaces where, you know, the gospel doesn't necessarily get to. So it's a massive, it's a massive opportunity. It's a privilege that God would use him in this way. And I hope that he sees it this way. Do you know what I mean? But I also think that, um, I think it's another thing where in Christianity and, you know, it, right now there's a lot of, um, uh, wolves and sheep's clothing, clothing, if that makes sense. So there's a lot of people, um, who are individuals, but they're following or just conforming to... Yeah, or who are, no, who are outwardly Christians or profess to believe Christianity or say that they are, but act in a another way. Do you know what I mean? Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not Christians. You can't, no one can decide whether someone is saved or not saved other mm. than God. Obviously, no one knows the man's heart other than God. Um, but it's like the whole SPAC nation debate right now. Um I will be honest, I'm not about to sit here and not say my opinion, but any church where you're, and I, I, I could not say this is 100% true, this is just from what I've heard from multiple people in different places, that any church where they charge £200 for you to sit front row, I, I mean, I mean, I'm lost at that point. Because nowhere in the Bible does it say that Jesus was charging £200 for people to touch his feet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, I'm confused as to... Um, you know, people are taking out loans to pay into offerings. 
And it's stuff like that that um, it worries Christians because actually what it means is if you're not a Christian and you hear this sort of stuff, it puts you off of Christianity. It makes you think, oh, I'm not going to give an offering. Oh, I don't see the point of da 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 da. Oh, it's all messed up anyway. It's hard when you're trying to get a positive message out there that's actually going to change people's lives to get past all the mad stuff that they're hearing too. Do you know what I mean? How do you tell people to tune that out and listen to you? when that's the loudest message. And you know what? If that is correct in what you're saying in regards yeah. to them, like sort of, I don't know, people taking out loans or people yeah. charging people to, uh, people taking out loans or people yeah. charging yeah. To, to see the service, mm-hmm. I think it's really like unfair because mm-hmm. generally speaking, if you're if you're deciding, you know, to, to, to follow God and mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, you want to know or you're doing it for, you're, put it this way, I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. that maybe have been saved again yeah. are coming from a place of maybe where they're not really sure what's, what's happened with their life or they might mm. be in a vulnerable situation. It might yeah. be like their last resort. You'll catch people at almost, almost like a really low point where they're vulnerable. And for for, for someone to step in and, and, and sort of exploit that yeah. for their own personal and that's gains. that's exactly what I mean. That's really... The like, church has a history of exploitation. Mm. Like in the Catholic churches, even before that. Do you know what I mean? It's got... It's, got, it's um Even in the Bible, put it back as far as that, um from the Pharisees and Sa- Sadducees, there's exploitation. It's like the exploitation of people um when it comes to church has been in the history of church. So it becomes a thing when this has become a separate topic to Kanye, but know, it becomes yeah. a thing <laughs> where that is like, the church as a people, like I'm not saying just my church or this church, I'm saying the body of Christ, the, the Christians, the ones that really believe in God and love God, it, it's hard to, um, it's hard to not become protective. Do you get what I mean? Over what we think is sacred, what we know, actually, what we know is sacred. Do you get what I mean? Um, when people are around exploiting it, do you know what I mean? Using it as money laundering. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. People use churches as money laundering. It's, it's like, crazy. What, what do you do now when people hear these stories and you're saying, actually, there's a truth in this that's been covered up by so much dirt, by so much rubbish. But there's a there's a there's actually truth in this. Do you get what I mean? And yeah. I don't mean that there's that Christianity's become dirt and that it's become trash. I mean, it's still today one of the biggest faiths that we have in the world, if not the biggest faith. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, um, like I said, it's just it's become something that it's hard not to to worry about or become protective over, yeah. should I say. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you made a really good point there with, mm. you know, it's I like for me, I think for another Christian, mm-hmm. for example, to look down on another Christian for, mm. um, on how, you know, they express their, their yeah. love for God or how they, they express their faith. I think mm-hmm. that's almost wrong yeah. because how one person perceives you know, interprets the Bible mm-hmm. maybe different to how another person interprets the Bible. Yeah. So their their whole ideas of Christianity could potentially differ. And I understand that to the extent of this, which is the character of God, mm. because you could almost say, I mean, there's, I'm sure you could find somewhere in the Bible that would support something that they're doing as back nation. Hey guys, so this is Rihanna. I'm editing, and I realise that what it sounds like I'm saying is I'm suggesting that the Bible. Um, agrees with what's going on in SPAC Nation in regards to the £200 for the front row seat thing. But what I'm actually say- saying is that if anybody, any group of people, church, really want to believe something, um, regardless of whether it's within the nature of God, 
if you look you can find something in the bible take it out of context and contort it so that it suggests that what you believe is correct um and that's not necessarily true if it doesn't align with the nature of god so anyway let's get back into what we were talking about mm-hmm. but you have it goes back to the nature of god though why would god like love a people but say to them you need to pay this much to come into my church do you get what i mean so yeah. it's like that is true and I understand that. And I know that you were coming from a different perspective. But what I'm saying is even from a good perspective mm. of like, yeah, you can tell people, you know, if you this is how you interpret the Bible, but the Bible is still a book. It's still, you can interpret it one way, but the things that it says, it says what it says. Do you get what I mean? So I get what you mean. But at the same time, it always, you have to, it can't just be on what you want it to be. Because God is never going to be, if God is a really good God, that's just, that's fair, that's loyal, that's trustworthy, that's loving. Um, He's not always going to be in, I not the way that we want him to be. If that makes sense, that means right. it's like if there's a hot pan on the stove, right, mm. and a child goes to touch, you're gonna go no, 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 no. Now that child really wanted to touch that pan, especially now that you've told him, he probably wants to touch it a bit more. But it's for his own safety that you tell him no. Now someone else can say, oh yeah, but that's you know just in, just interpret it that however you want it. So he said no, but you don't have to believe it's no. You can touch it. It's just that just don't touch it for long. But the thing is, there's a reason why he said no do you get what i mean and it goes back to the nature of god which is a protective god do you get what i mean and it's also a god that can see what we can't see a child and knows what we don't know a child doesn't know that that thing's hot do you get what i mean but we know that knowledge and i think it comes back like i said it's it's down to a level of interpretation but you also have to put it against the nature of a god that would be it's like taking it into the whole consideration of the whole Bible. That's how we really get, you can't just take something out of context and just live by that. It, okay. But who does God say he is throughout the Bible? Do you know what I mean? Throughout, like you said, any kind of faith it's like, you can't just pick and choose what you want to pick and choose. Do you know what I mean? And I think that it's back to the whole Kanye situation. It's like that with Christians. It's like, we can't just say that God's a loving God and he can save anyone. And he takes people as they are when it's someone that we can manage to take. Do you get what I mean? It has to be, it has to be, when it's even a little bit uncomfortable. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's like, maybe you don't really agree with his political beliefs. There's a lot of people I'm around day to day that have the same faith, completely different political beliefs. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I've been actively around Trump supporters and I'm like, whoa, it's a mad one. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But we love and we serve the same God. So it's like, even when people are completely different to me and I'm like struggling to like see how you can love God and still like support Trump or do you know what I mean? You can love God. And it's like, actually, God has not, said he's going to love you up to here. He's loved you beyond there and beyond where I understand, beyond the knowledge I have access to, beyond. And so it's like with Kanye and with anybody, even when it becomes a little bit, that's why you should do it even more, in fact. Do you get what I mean? That's why I, I was actively trying to find the best in this album. Do you know what I mean? I'll be honest. I was trying to because I want to believe and I do believe that Kanye has given his life to God. And I do believe it's going to be the saving grace of him. And I do believe it's going to be transformational of him. And I'm so happy that the way that he responded to this internal difference was an external difference. The fact that his music doesn't sound the same is a good thing to me because it shouldn't sound the same because he's a different person. He's a new creation in right, Christ. Right. And that's what the Bible says you are when you give your life to Christ. So for me, it's absolutely like beautiful for someone to say, you know what, I'm transformed. Let me transform my output. Do you mean your input? It's like if people start putting something different in you, it's like if you eat unhealthy food and then suddenly you start eating healthy, your output's going to be different. Do you know what I mean? Your energy levels, your, do you know what I mean? Definitely. Your your skin is going to be different. It's your output's different. So what he's putting in him now is different. 
So the way he's going to start responding to the world and taking in the world and perceiving the world should be different. It, it shouldn't be the same. Do you know what I mean? And mm. that's how I see it. And I think it's um, it's not even to sound super spiritual or overly thing, but I, I was really hoping to see the best in Kanye through this album. And I, I've seen him. I don't think we've seen everything that he has to give, actually. I was um, um, wanted to see him push more stuff back. But I love that he randomly had a saxophone in the middle of the album. Bro. So, so let me ask you this then. Yeah. Is this the best Kanye mm-hmm. that you've heard? Um, yes and no. And I put it like this. I would say <laughs> in a spiritual sense, <laughs> yes. Right. Of course, I've loved the album spiritually because, um, like I said, he's expressed some things that I think some even Christian um, people wouldn't go as far as to say on an album. Like I'm standing for my home, for my kids. The devil can't have me. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? So he's been very firm in what he believes and I appreciate that. And I think it's great. Um, pr- uh, as a production musically, um, not necessarily, okay. you know, not necessarily. I can't even think of my favorite Kanye song, to be honest. I've loved a lot of Kanye stuff. Um, but a lot of Kanye stuff has been very, um, used a lot of imagery. He uses a lot of language that provokes images in your mind. Um, he uses a lot. He, like I said, his production is the solid foundation of what he's done. Do you know what I mean? Like he creates um, incredible beats and, you know, overlays things. Well, I don't think, um, pro- like in a production sense, this is the best Kanye, but um, I think, like I said, I've loved it lyrically and um, I appreciate it for what it is in a gospel sense, if that makes sense. Um, it probably will still become one of the most like highly streamed gospel albums, um, even though technically it's not gospel because gospel is actually a genre and the genre isn't just Christian music, it's actually a specific type of christian music so technically I so what makes gospel gospel this is what i was going to ask you what how, how and this is like what, what what is it that makes that like you can say mm-hmm. this is gospel music because from what i know mm-hmm. i'm no expert so mm-hmm. don't hold me to this but from what i know you could have gospel rap you yeah. can have gospel rock mm-hmm. or like just yeah. like well, traditional gospel yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 I don't know my innit? point is so um traditional gospel is actually the genre so when you look on like itunes or spotify right. track gospel it's going to be the kind of if i start saying artists i don't know if you'll know who they are but like I, tasha cobbs like um yeah, like fred more. hammond you if you listen to them some of them the older music you'd probably recognize because okay. it was a maybe a lot bit bigger back in the day i'm not really sure. sure that is gospel and that's the genre that these big companies are really referring to so when people say gospel drill and gospel rock and gospel rap I understand that they actually mean, or from what I understand, and this is upon research and kind of discussions from other people, I'm not 100% sure, it's actually um, Christian rap, Christian drill, Christian, exactly. because it's actually, that is what you're, that's talking what you're about. talking about. Right. So, um, but I'm not 100% sure if that's technically true, and I don't want to say that that's the answer because I don't want to be <laughs> wrong and yeah, get yeah. loads of people yeah, saying, yeah. no, you're incorrect. But I think that that is what, that's how I've always seen it because I believe that gospel is actually a genre. And if it is, then that doesn't make sense. It's like saying, I don't know. I can't, I can't even think of an example, yeah. but yeah. So then the Kanye album is not gospel then. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a gospel album. I think it is a, um, it's a Christian rap kind of <laughs> album. Mm. I don't know what hip hop album maybe, but then even at parts of it, it's like, it's not, that's not really hip hop. Do you know what I mean? It's like, whatever, you know, it's, it's like anything though. Some albums just cross over. It's like, what is Hedy One's album? You know, he's rapping on it. He's doing a bit of drill. He's doing a bit of this and that yeah. all over the album. So, you know, um, it's different stuff at different times, but it's an interesting album. I I am thoroughly appreciative of Kanye for not being scared to do it. 
I think that's another thing that people haven't talked about. Do yeah, you know but I mean? Kanye's never been scared, scared to yeah. do anything. You're right. You're and true. I feel like what he's once you get yourself, that is what I was saying earlier. If, once you've got yourself to a certain place yeah. where you have an impact, mm-hmm. you've made your money. Yeah, you know, you're you've already sort of expressed yourself um, or you've been recognized as mm-hmm. a successful rap yeah. artist or yeah. a, a successful artist in general. Mm-hmm. So it gets to the stage where you can start having fun. Yeah. Like if you think if you look back, right. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to use Drake as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is gonna sound crazy. A lot of people disagree with this, mm-hmm. but I genuinely believe mm-hmm. that Drake is almost a Michael Jackson of our generation. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't disagree. You know, I well, Michael Jackson. Uh, mm, uh, I don't know. Uh, let, let me let me tell yeah. you why yeah, I say yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I I think that because if you look back mm-hmm. on when Michael Jackson obviously was doing his thing mm-hmm. when he was younger. Anyone, you, any sort of person who was around at that time, yeah, they know mm-hmm. about Michael Jackson. Yeah, they will name you different songs. Yeah, you know, like he, Michael Jackson had an influence mm-hmm. on the culture at that time. Yeah, and I believe that Drake, for our time, mm-hmm. is that person. Yeah. Anywhere you go, everyone's heard of Drake. Yeah. Everyone wants to have a feature with Drake. Mm. Um, I can't remember where I'm going with this. <laughs> Yeah, I think you were um, talking about. I don't even oh, yeah. know. Oh yeah, no, no, what it was. Sorry. So um, <laughs> yeah, so I was just saying how once you get yourself to a, a place mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. ha- you can have an influence and you can yeah. just have fun. So what I was saying with with, with Drake, mm-hmm. he's like the Michael Jackson of our generation, mm-hmm. where everyone recognizes him. But yeah. he's made his money. He's been successful. So mm-hmm. now, like he can do he can do like different projects where he's yeah. sort of come with different kind of things like mm-hmm. if you look at sort of the take care album for example mm-hmm. personally i think that was his best album yeah it was slow it, people say it was more like like female music mm-hmm. but then you have other albums like uh if you're reading this it's too late where it's mm-hmm. more of a hip-hop album yeah and that's just where drake was at that time yeah literally mm-hmm. he's going through different things mm-hmm. and you express how you're feeling at that time yeah and you know relating back to kanye mm-hmm. kanye is obviously he's mm-hmm. going through yeah a transition at the moment and yeah. his spiritual place where his head is is that at the yeah. moment that that is what that's what he's he's, yeah. he's you know he's, and should not your music be a reflection of where you're at exactly in your head? that's exactly what it should be 100 otherwise where do you go because it's like one of the things is me and my brother always have this conversation actually it's a funny conversation about aj tracy random artists okay but i love aj tracy and i think it's just because i've always loved aj tracy mm-hmm. i mean everyone knows i'm the biggest dave fan and i'll stand dave till the day i die but like mm-hmm. um as well aj tracy obviously coming up with dave as well he was like another person that like you know really appreciated his music but um me and chan were talking about how late his latest music has not really been like traditional like those kind of stuff that he usually or used to make do you get what i mean and um that's not to say that that's a bad thing but we were just talking about like what is the point where like you know if if you're not in the hood anymore you can't just keep making Music, music about the hood yeah, you don't live in, in the environment hood, no like t- talk about your life because that's when it becomes stale it's like if you're starting to live a different life or you're starting to enjoy different music the kind of music i enjoyed when i was younger is not the kind of music i enjoy now and i don't think you could have ever told me i'd enjoy drill as much as i enjoy drill i don't know if i'll enjoy drill 80 Jamie, you know I mean? so could you imagine making music my whole life and thinking because I said I started out like this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you make what you love. Do you get what True. I mean? So if you start to love something different, why can't you start to produce something different? Do you but get then, what I mean? But then you have to think you like like I said at the start when you yeah. asked me what I thought of the album. Yeah. You know, I have an expectation of that person. Yeah. So yeah. regardless if you're doing it consciously or not, yeah, you're gonna have an idea or an expectation of what you want from that yeah, person. Yeah, true. Now your your initial reaction. It's either going to be 
that person has has fulfilled that expectation because they've made along the same lines of what you've expected but yeah. if you've done somewhere different with it yeah they're not going to reap your expectations yeah so you're going to have i don't know it's gonna it's gonna have a different reaction from yeah. you, isn't it yeah you're gonna you're gonna react differently mm-hmm. um but i think as a as a, a listener mm-hmm. uh or a lover of music mm-hmm. you have to appreciate that mm-hmm. you can't no two projects are ever going to be the same yeah like it's always going to be different. There's mm-hmm. always going to be something that's happened in that person's life. Mm-hmm. Something they, they, they might have changed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They might have changed where they're living. Yeah. Like Kanye, he might yeah. have been saved again. Mm, yeah. He might have lost, someone might have lost one of their closest Close friends and yeah, they're going to be true. expressing something. They might have had a breakup. Yeah. It's been hard it's on them. So, yeah. you know, as a music listener, I think these are some of the things that we have to take into consideration. Yeah, hundred percent. When you're making a judgment on mm. a project or a, an artist. Yeah. Um, and, in terms of consistency, mm-hmm. um, I don't think Kanye has been very consistent with his mu- yeah. with his music career. Yeah. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. like each project sounds so different. Bro. It does. <laughs> it sounds. It so really different. does. And you know, Kanye. But you know what? It's funny, you know, because when we was having a discussion earlier, mm-hmm. you mentioned how Kanye's always had little snippets of mm-hmm. how he's always loved God. He's always spoke about God. Yeah. One of his key tracks. Jesus walks. Yeah, it's true. How long ago was that? that yeah, was it's years true. Ago. Actually, yeah, well, he made true. that song. Yeah, it's and true. like everyone's shots at this new Kanye, but yeah. maybe it's me being—I don't know—being silly where I haven't actually thought about it yeah. properly. Where yeah. he's actually been on this for a he's while, been, you know. And I say it time and time again. It's like um, let, now nah, let me actually no, nah, I don't think I can get up right now. But um, one of his like his most recent one of his most recent projects um, not it's not it's life. I think it's on Life of Pablo. He has one song where it's like, I think it's called Super something, Super Light Beam or something. Yes. Like that. Or, yes. And he's just talking, talking and it's about. like a different, it's a different thing. And that, like I said, time and time again, he's made snippets, he's made snippets. And it's almost as if like, he like it's been something he's yearning for. Do you get what I mean? And um, like you said, Jesus Walked was time ago. Like yeah. one of his biggest songs, in fact. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But um. But yeah, it's been so fun to discuss this. It's been a very interesting topic. Um, I really want to know what you guys think of it. So go on to the Social Saint podcast Instagram page and leave comments on this episode to let me know what you guys think. Thank you for coming on, Devonte. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, then uh, my personal Instagram is Rian Waters and Devonte's is Dev2Me, the, like, the number two. Um, dev to me um so yeah thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you next time bye